Welcome back, everybody, to the Box Score Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. On today's episode, we are going to talk a little bit about the NFC West. We are going to predict uh, week nine. And then we're all in between. We're going to talk about concern levels for different players slash teams. To do that with me, uh, we have uh, Talon back on. Talon, how's it going, man? Oh, it's it's nice evening. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. How are you feeling about your Seahawks, man? It's it's bittersweet because uh, I don't have too much confidence right now in Geno Smith, but we're on the top of the division. So I'm ecstatic, and yet I'm also very pessimistic. Okay. So it's like it's a little bit, a bit of a mix. Okay, how are you feeling about the Leonard Williams trade? I'm excited about it. It's always nice when your team makes moves when they're involved in in the trade deadline. I do think it was a little pricey, especially seeing how much Chase Young went for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also know that the 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 salary cap makes a difference because I know uh, New York took a lot of uh, Leonard Williams' salary cap on. I don't know how much Chase Young it, he costs off the top of my head. It's tough. I, I know – Here's the thing. If Pete Carroll can establish stopping the run and yep. with our defensive backs playing the way they are, if we can stop the run and make it a pass-only type of offense, we're going to win a lot of football games. So I like it in that sense. However, I would have loved Chase Young, I think, over Leonard Williams, especially for the the draft capital difference. So, yeah, I'm happy. I give it a B plus. Okay, good, good. Yeah, uh, I was I was happy for you too as well because I immediately thought of you um, because me and your uh, dad we were talking about teams that should make trades. You Seattle came up and I said they could use some defensive line help. I was thinking more of an edge rusher as well and like Chase Young, but Leonard Williams right. to, uh, create some pressure up the middle isn't going to hurt either. Yeah, it's a win win either way. Yeah, uh, what do you? How are you feeling about your chances of? Um, uh, winning the NFC West right now? Oh, I mean, we're at the top, but we still have the same amount of wins as the Niners. So I would still say our chances are about a 35%. Our 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 schedule is tough. Yeah. If I say 35%, we win it. 65% says we don't, that the Niners still take it. Okay. And I won't ask you about Pretty yet because he will probably come up in our next segment of sure, concern sure. levels. Uh Okay, man. Anything else about the Seahawks before you? Walker looks good. Um, he's yeah. either like home run or yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I with the Seahawks, we got to run the ball more. I mean, our running backs were were carrying the ball for six yards per carry on average mm-hmm. last game, and yet between all of them, they combined for fourteen or fifteen carries. I don't understand that, especially with having over a hundred rushing yards. Uh. I feel like too much is being put on Geno Smith when he doesn't have to be a superstar. Let's just have him be a game manager like the Niners were having Purdy be at the beginning of the year. That's the last thing I have to say on the Seahawks, but I love the team. I love the team. It's actually one of my favorite Seahawks teams ever to watch. Are they just trying to let Russ cook? I'm sorry, Gino cook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's great. okay. Um, okay, man. Well, let's talk about concern levels. So, why don't you go ahead and um, explain the game to our uh, audience? Because you know you got brought it to my attention, and then we'll get into it. Give me your first player you want to talk about on top of it. Yeah, so being almost at, 
Yeah, being at the halfway point of the season, uh, players, quarterbacks, any position, uh, players that their performance level, if it's not at their at the top, how concerned are we? Will they turn it around by by the end of the season? Uh, five says we are super concerned. It's going downhill from here. Uh, one is not concerned at all. They'll get right. Uh, they'll they'll turn it around. And then anywhere in between is just a little bit 50-50. Okay, perfect. So what is the first player team you want to talk about? You want to just hit Geno Smith right away? Yeah, let's talk about Geno Smith. Okay, so what's, what's your concern level at? You tell me. You're the – yeah. Oh man, it's it's so tough. I still give my concern level about a two, mm-hmm. just because I think I think Carroll's gonna really uh, hone him in, and and Pete loves running the ball, and so I think he at, when it, we get in the red zone, those red zone interceptions that he's been throwing, I don't think that's gonna continue on through the rest of the year. I think we're gonna tighten that up, uh, and also his connection to DK Metcalf was one of the worst I've seen since he's been behind center uh okay. i mean he couldn't get the ball to him even on even on easy routes like quick hitches so he'll he'll straighten that that aspect of his game out i'd say two two and a half not much concern there yeah i would i would you? yeah i'm with you there I, I was gonna say like a two maybe a little less and I'll, I'll just explain why it's just the the nfc is not a hard conference right now and I think we'll talk about another quarterback that we might have some concerns levels with uh, in the NFC West as well. Uh, but if other than the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, all the other quarterbacks are just like, in, like you know, that are contending quarterbacks are on the same cluster. So Geno, Goff, you know, Dak Prescott, those type of quarterbacks are all kind of in the same tier to me. So all you need is Geno just to play good enough and you can be in the NFC championship game. And I think that's what you're kind of looking for. So it's okay. I guess I, I I'll be more concerned if at the end of the season, they're playing right. this way because they have some time. They're five and two. They're figuring it out with him playing sort of concerning, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for like, it's, it's fine because he just needs to be at a good level by the time week 17 rolls around. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Um, okay, let's talk about the other one, Brock Purdy. Why don't, why don't we just bring him up because he's in the NFC. I know we're kind of focused on quarterbacks, but really, unfortunately, in the NFL, yeah. that's what makes or breaks teams. Um, uh, Brock Purdy, concern level for you? He's such a level-headed guy. And because of that, I think this is the first adversity he's facing. I think he'll get through it all right. Uh, Cincinnati's such a good team. Minnesota there's not really excuses for him playing so poorly against Minnesota. They're not a great ball club, um, but that's one game. So when it comes to Cincinnati, uh, cause again, the Cleveland game, he didn't play the greatest, but he still got them in a position to win that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kicker just missed an easy field goal. Uh, Cincinnati is a great team. And th- that was the best they played all season. And I feel like Brock Purdy felt more weight on his shoulders to get his team back into a winning position. So he forced a few more balls that he was trying to make more plays, more Patrick Mahomes-type plays, but that's not the quarterback he is. So during the bye, during the bye week, I think uh, the coaching staff is going to remind him, this is what you need to do to win games. Our team is one of the best. We've got one of the best rosters. So I think he'll get back to doing what he does best, and that's being a game manager. And so my concern level for Brock is even less than Geno at this point. Uh, not too concerned. I think he'll come out 
okay at the end of all of this. Yeah, I am. Uh, so here, you want? Are you more of a QB rating guy or a QBR guy? Like as far as statistics. Uh, so like the, so like the, uh, pro fo- focus rating, one out of a hundred, or a QBR rating. Yeah, the QBR. I would probably. Yeah, I'd probably go. I'm more about QBR rating myself. Yeah, because I think it. I think that. I think that uh, average uh, yards per attempt matters. Uh, and that that plays a big role in the QBR rating. Uh, yeah. So I'm more into that. I'm with you on that. Uh, so here's the last three games, his QBR. So this has been since Debo has been injured, really. Uh, 37, 67, 57. Um, so his completion percentage is still pretty good. He, he's thrown two interceptions the last two games. Uh, I, I'm I'm at a two, two and a half. I'm getting a little closer to three because here's why. I just feel like the more weapons he loses, the harder it's going to be on him. And that, that seems to be a struggle, not just for him, just the Shanahan offense in general, right? Uh, you take away any amount of weapons in the Shanahan offense, it starts to like kind of deteriorate a little bit. So I am a little nervous in, in that regard is like, can these guys stay healthy? Uh, Debo's already not. McCaffrey has been banged up a little bit. It's like, are they going to stay healthy? And if they don't, then my concern level will obviously be a little higher. But these last three games is kind of a snapshot of how he might look if he lose one or two weapons. That's a, that's a good point because all those weapons that he has are not going to be healthy every single game of the year. And yeah. with, how, with how stacked that room already is, mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't have too many excuses because excuses, so what? Debo and Trent Williams are out. Sure, they're uh, Pro Bowl players, but you still have a Pro Bowl team all around you. Yeah. So, uh, are you uh, a truck or are you a trailer? Are you going to pull your team to a win? Or are you just going to ride the coattails of everyone around you? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, so that would be why my concern for levels a little up because you know in the playoffs it's going to matter. It's going to matter in the playoffs. So. Right. Um, and, and that maybe they're going to be banged up and everybody's dealing with injuries. So you can't just sit there and like kind of have that as the excuse all the time. Okay. Give me another team you have as far as concern level goes. Uh, concern level. So uh, we've seen uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers kind of, kind of go on a, a what two game losing streak now. Yeah. Uh, so what's your concern level for them, Ryan? So their offense, so their their defense, I'm at a one. Anything below a one, their defense is so good. Their offense, I'm at like a four, four and a half. Uh, their offense, right. whether it's the offensive coordinator, whether it's the quarterback, whether it's the offensive line, whatever it is, and I, I feel like it's their offensive coordinator. I just think that that's a rough go. That's I don't know. I, the Steelers, I am very concerned. Um, they're somehow four and three with how atrocious atrocious their offense has been playing, uh, which right. is, I guess, a positive thing. But I, I'm really concerned. I don't think they'll get that fixed until they get rid of the offensive coordinator. Yeah, I agree. I'm at a four concerned with them as well, uh, because that offense leaves zero room for mistake for that defense. And that defense has won them, what, three of the four wins out of this out of this year so far. Um and I don't see the offense getting right. It doesn't seem like they have any playmakers, really. I'm, George Pickens is good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he's not enough to elevate them. So, yeah, I'm out of four. I don't I don't even see that team making the playoffs at this point. 
Yeah, it's like George Pickens is good and maybe Deontay Johnson. Who knows? Because like if your quarterback's bad or your offense assistant's bad, it's hard to get the best out of the talent you have on the field. So it's hard to tell. Like Christian Kirk's a good one. Like, I don't know if you remember, we all made fun of that contract and he like when he got signed and he looks good as a Jaguar. And it's like, well, maybe it was the quarterback that couldn't get him the ball more so than it was Christian Kirk. So, um. Kansas City Chiefs skilled position players. Mm. Outside of Kelsey, what's your concern level at for the Chiefs? It's probably a three. Mm. Uh, Just because when you think of Cincinnati's getting right, uh, Jaguars defense, one of the best in the NFL. Uh, You got the Ravens playing at a high level and the Dolphins. If it comes to if if those games in the play, come playoff times, even the Bills, if those go into a shootout, I'm not sure if Kansas City can keep up with with those high powered offense at this point. It just doesn't seem like it. I know Mahomes wasn't feeling well, and I know when I've got the flu, I don't even want to. I don't even want to move. Every movement, even when I'm lying in bed, hurts. Yeah, so I can't imagine going out and playing a football game like one of our flag football games that we get together let alone an NFL game. So I know that factors in. However, this just doesn't seem like a team that can really compete with the best of the best this year. And Kelsey, he is getting older. I mean, he's phenomenal. There's nothing to say about him, but he is getting older. So as the season progresses, is he going to be able to perform at the same physical level that he is all season long, especially when he has that much weight on his shoulders? So I'm thinking concern level three right now. Um I'm with you because I'm sort of holding out hope that that Rice guy they drafted, who's been showing some flashes mm. from week to week, that he'll take a, yeah. a, a step as the season goes on. But like the right. rest of the guys, they're 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 like number twos at best, <laughs> like with right. more Hardman uh, than the uh, MVS. Uh, those guys are number two wide receivers. So you need somebody to to become that like clear help for Mahomes and Kelsey. It's got to be Rice, I think. So I'm kind of holding out hope for Rice, but we'll see what happens. Uh, but my, I'm at a three for them as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, let uh, You got another one? I do. Uh, how do you feel about the concern level for the Rams? Obviously, they're still competing for that seventh wild card. Uh, they're, a good te- they're a good team, but with Matthew Stafford's injury, what's your concern level for them? Uh, because Stafford's injured... Yeah, I'm I'm at like a four now because like you can't far. So in the NFC for the seventh spot, it actually doesn't seem that hard to obtain. But if they don't have a healthy Stafford, it's not happening. Right. And I don't understand right. the play calling of Sean McVay to put him mm-hmm. in that p- position to catch the ball after he hurt his thumb. I didn't I didn't get that. So if yeah. he's injured for a period of time or that thumb doesn't heal right, my concern level goes up. Uh, but if he right. can heal my, obviously, so maybe, maybe not a four, maybe I'll say a three because I need to know what happens with that injury before I want to say right. too much. Yeah. Yeah. My concern level for like Puka, Puka Nakua and Cooper cup and fantasy football yeah. is at an all time high. <laughs> that's a five, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's a five. That's a five. I want to touch those guys, but yeah, I I'm with you probably like a three because uh, Stafford's a tough guy and especially with his competitive nature, and even earlier in the year, he said that this is some of the most fun he's had playing football. And that's that's even with the Super Bowl year that they had. 
uh, in mind. So he's going to want to play, especially when you see that seventh seed just up for grabs. Uh, the issues with Minnesota and Kirk Cousins, his injury, like who's their competition? The Saints uh, and the Buccaneers. I mean, that's that's up for grabs. So I think I think a three because you never know with injury, but I think he gets right. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Is what I should say. But three is the right spot. Uh, Desmond Ritter. I want. I want oh, to hit man. Desmond Ritter. What What's your concern uh, level for Desmond Ritter? I mean, Taylor Heineke is just not a great quarterback. So when you get benched for him starting over you, I'd say it's at a four. I think Desmond Ritter is going to be a fine backup in the NFL. Uh, but I don't think he's going to be a an answer to any team. So it's like four or five. I think Desmond Ritter's best days are behind him, honestly. Good I'm with up. Yeah, I'm with you. I think he's like he's like Heineke. I think him and Heineke are kind of the same player. They're good backups right. that you throw in to pinch hit every now and then when there's injuries or whatever. Um, so uh that's where he is for me too. So I have it as a four as well. Not personally, I just don't see it. And I think right. anybody who loves Kyle Pitts um mm. and, and Drake London are, you know, really frustrated with the up and down play of Desmond Ritter. Right. Okay, you got another one? Yeah, let's talk about the Raiders for a little bit. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's no real concern level. At this point, they fired they fired the GM, the head coach. Great, great, great decisions. Because the watching that game uh, against the Lions was just so awful. That defense mm-hmm. did everything they could to keep them in that game. Watching uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, throw uncatchable balls to wide open Devontae Adams. I mean, Devontae Adams could have had 200 receiving yards that game. Yeah. It was just, it was so sad. Uh, what's your concern level for them just as an organization getting right, getting back into competitive mode next season? Well, you know that they're paying now both McDaniels and John Gruden <laughs> for the next couple of <laughs> years. Uh, so as an organization, I'm not, Fair, fairly, it's all in who they hire, right? As a head coach, right. I don't know how much I trust. Um, not Al Davis is Mark Davis now the the owner yeah, technically, yeah. so I don't I don't know that that I'm a little nervous about too. But the the I guess my concern it's got to be at a five because if you're firing a coach at this point and your team is what they're three and five, so it's not like they haven't been good. Don't get me wrong. And the offensive side right. has been the atrocious part, which Josh McDaniels should have been able to coach up. So it's at a five, just because of the situation you're in, you're paying two head coaches, but it, it's going to be who they hire is going to determine whether that concern level stays at a five or goes down to like, like if they hire Matt Patricia, it's going to stay at a five. <laughs> like, oh, right, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, that's where I'm at with the Raiders. How about you? Yeah, I'm at, I'm at a four just because, we just saw Will Levis come in and just have a great game for mm-hmm. the for the Titans. I'm ex- I'm excited to see Aiden o- uh, O'Connell. I believe that's his, what his last name is. Um, it's it's at this point just get, give him the ball and and let him sling it. Let let's just see what we got in this player. The season is already pretty much over. I don't know off the top of my head what's the earliest like in game season that. Uh, a GM and a head coach have ever been fired. I mean, eight games in a season, this seems really early to make that drastic of a move. I don't know what uh, 
what that is. I'm going to look it up after this podcast. But this just seems early to just like, especially at three and five. I mean, they've got three wins. And so I feel like at this point, they're just going to be like, let's see what we got in our players. Uh, it stinks too because Max Crosby is one of my favorite NFL players and to see the high level he's playing at and just not be rewarded same with Devontae Adams how do you have that those two superstars and just you don't you don't win more games it's just sad yeah it's it's, well it's poor court coaching it's a poor organizational structure Uh, you know when when me and your dad we talked about the offseason moves for the the Raiders uh the thing I didn't understand was, you know, the Derek Carr for Jimmy Garoppolo. I understood the the fact that Garoppolo knew knows the Patriot system, but it was a while since he's played in it. And right. Carr, you know, as as bad, you know, he didn't play great, but give, you know, it, it was his first year under the system, so maybe the next year he could have been better. Him and Adams obviously had a a, a connection uh, that Garoppolo right. doesn't have with him, so. Your your dad's optimism almost sucked me in, but I just couldn't buy it. I couldn't buy it. <laughs> but but that 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 was uh, I I felt like when the organization went down a little bit, like the the team went down a little bit. You 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 kind of went down in the quarterback play, and once you go down right. in the quarterback play, Grapple never had a strong arm anyway. So I don't know. It was. But if Aiden O'Connell is good, right? Like then all of a sudden yeah. your your worries are, and you get the right coach in there and GM. Your worries, you, like you said, the t- roster's talented. So get someone in there that can coach and do a good job. I think you'd be okay. Yeah, totally. I agree. Uh, any other uh, teams you want to talk about or players? Uh, maybe Deshaun Watson. Just <laughs> what's your confidence level that he gets right? Because it's such a good Cleveland team. Uh what's your confidence that he gets right and maybe can lead them to the playoffs? Man, I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. I guess it's his shoulder, right? <laughs> yeah. I Yeah, I think he's just a big baby personally, but... <laughs> he's got a guaranteed contract. He doesn't have to play through anything. To, I know. You know. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Will he be the Deshaun Watson of old? I don't think he'll ever get there. That's what I'm I'm coming to grips with. Like he's just not going to be that yeah. talented guy anymore. Unfortunately, uh, as far as like a football player, unfortunately, like you know, not talking personal life aside. Um, right. I, I guess I I'm gonna say four. It's just such a weird situation. I don't know what to make of it. So because I don't know right. a whole lot, I'm gonna say four. It's a concern level. So they yeah. They, so they play Arizona. We'll get to that big later but they win that game and he he starts feeling better i mean their schedule isn't the toughest Mm -hmm. uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go with three i still think that team because seattle just played them that's a good team i think they win in the trenches and when you can win in the trenches like that offensive line i'm not saying the seahawks have a extraordinarily good defensive line that gets pressure but pj walker had all day to throw it and and he did miss a lot of throws that could have won them the game. Even the the throw that ended up in a pick to uh, Ty, uh, Tariq Woolen or Reek Woolen now and George, uh, Julian Love that ended up leading to the game-winning drive. I don't think Deshaun Watson would have made those mistakes. So I think if he was playing, he would have beat Seattle. And then that puts him at 5-2, and two, maybe 6-2 and two after this week. So I still think my, my level of concern there is like a 2.5 to 3. I think that team makes the playoffs. I really do. Yeah. If, if, yeah, I guess it's just, I'm not 
I don't know what to make of the situation. So I just don't trust Watson right now. But, you know, if he can play at least the way he was before, like an average quarterback, you're right. The the concern level goes down. But, man, if they – I mean, if they're dealing with this all season, whether he's going to play or not, it's a game-time decision or week-to-week decision. I think it's going to just get more and more frustrating for everybody on the team. So, Yeah, totally fair. I get it. Okay. Any other teams or players, sides of the ball? No, not any that stand out other than like 50-50 teams, which would be kind of dull to talk about. So, yeah, I think that's that covers all of them for me. What about you? Yeah, I think so. Give me uh, Packers. How are you feeling about them? What's your concern? uh, Five. (laughs) Yeah, they're. Yeah. I I don't even feel that bad because when you go from Brett Favre to an Aaron Rodgers, it's like now, now you know. Uh, there's 40 year olds out there that never knew what it was like to not have a, a good quarterback behind center. <laughs> so like it, it's, it just is what it is. It was their turn to, to suffer a season like this. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you're absolutely right. And you know, it's so funny because some of the Packer fans I know, and because you know, obviously I live in Wisconsin, they're like, you right. know, I'm, I'm really excited to have a, a, a average quarterback with a really good run game and a good defense is like dude you don't want an average quarterback because you no. don't know if they're going to be average number one and number two they play below average a lot of the times if things aren't working out right. so uh and i don't even know if jordan love is that so yeah what about aaron jones and aaron uh aj uh, dylan and aaron jones uh um so <sighs> I, I don't like AJ Dillon. I, I don't I, not that I don't like him. I just don't think he's a good running back anymore. He he first two years he looked good and then after that he's kind of petered off. I think Aaron Jones is number one, he's probably still injured. But secondly, I think that now that everybody knows that Love can't really throw the ball, like you can't trust him throwing the ball. I don't think people are worried about the pass, so they're loading up on the run. Right. Right. And yet they're still in contention theoretically for that seventh seed because it's still up for grabs. So I mean Correct. It's crazy. It is absolutely bizarre. Correct. Um, Okay. Let me just, uh, okay. So let's, um, let's get into our week, week nine predictions. You ready to do this Talon? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. So um, let's, let's uh, just catch everybody up. It's myself against my brother and against the guests. We had my have my brother picking every week as well. So last week, your dad came on, and you got a little bit of a a, a hill to climb, Talon, because he got 11 right. So Did you got, really? yeah, oh, wow. yeah. But here's the thing. Good we all got 11 right. <laughs> we, oh, we, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's actually pretty cool. So right now, the standings go, myself, I'm leading 72, guest, are 70 and Eric's at 64. So I don't know if he'll catch up. So it's really down to me and the guest right now. So you you also okay. have to overcome that two-game spread. Are you ready to go? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, let's go. Okay. Uh, the Thursday night game, the Tennessee Titans at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who do you have? Let's go. I think this will be a get-right game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh Mike Tomlin still knows how to win games. So this will be an ugly game, short week. I think experience wins out against the I, rookie quarterback. I'm with you. I think I think you're right. And and it being on Thursday at home, the yeah, I'm with you. Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, 
Sunday Germany game, the Miami Dolphins at the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, it's in Germany. Yeah, that's going to be a fun game. However, Miami, the the win total for for the teams they've actually beat is so low. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just so hard to pick them winning a team or beating a team that actually has a winning record. I'm going to go Kansas City here. I think oh. it's going to get be a get right game for KC. I am also going Kansas City. I want to see it first. <laughs> um, the other thing is, I think like the Eagles coming off that embarrassing loss to the Jets, the Chiefs are coming off an embarrassing loss to the Broncos. Right. And that's the worst time to get a good good team or a great team, like right. because they're coming out motivated. And, and the Dolphins just got done winning a big game against New England. So, I, I, yeah, I'm with you. I think Kansas City wins. Um, Minnesota Vikings at the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, man, this is not a sexy game. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh do you have the over under for this game i don't i don't I oh man um, this has got to be such a low so low the over under is uh four and a half negative four and a half for the falcons okay hmm. so they think the falcons should win by right four and a half okay I don't think I don't think they cover that. I'm gonna go Minnesota here. I think they're a better team. And they just got they just got Joshua Dobbs from Arizona. He's been keeping Arizona competitive, and I think Minnesota's got even more ballers on their squad than Arizona did. I'm gonna say Minnesota beats Atlanta here. I think I'm calling for the upset. Okay, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with Atlanta. I wanna see I think it's gonna be a little bit of a transition period from Cousins to Dobbs. Sure. It sounds like the rookie's going to start this week, though. Is he Hall? okay? Yeah, I think so. That's what I heard. I'm, uh, I'm still going to go with Minnesota because Akers looked okay. Madison's still solid. Atlanta just, I don't trust Heineke. I don't think he can, I don't think he can win. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's we got we got to be different at some point here. No, no, no I I like it. I like it. Uh, Arizona Cardinals at the Cleveland Browns. Oh, Cleveland. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm going Cleveland. Cleveland as well. Uh, the L.A. Rams at the Green Bay Packers. I'm gonna go. I think Green Bay wins this game. Okay. Lambo's such a good place to a tough place to win. If Stafford's not healthy, yeah, I'm going Green Bay. Do you know if uh, Stafford's playing? I don't think so. Let me check. Yeah, because that Let's would see. change my pick, I think. Sure. Yeah, no doubt. Let's see what his... Uh... I just think, like, I just don't trust Green Bay at all. Didn't they lose to the right. uh, the the Raiders? I mean, they lost the they did. So. Sure, they did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was that in? Oh, I think that was in Las Vegas, though. That's true. Yeah. I, so Lambo is a tough place to play. Uh, so he avoided injury reserve. Just the fact that he was being talked about putting uh, okay. reserve you, scares me. I think they're gonna wait for because the, they got to buy in week ten. I think oh, they're sure. just kind of kind of let him rest two weeks. Uh, yeah, that's what it's looking like. Yeah, I'm with you. Then I'm gonna go Green Bay. Um. 
Washington Commanders at the New England Patriots. Who that Sam Howell, man, he played so good against. I the like Eagles. him. Yeah, I, I like him. Too. Let's go, uh, Washington. It will be different yeah, I here. Say Commanders. Yeah, I will be different here. I'm going to go New England uh, at home, and uh, the right. f- Commanders had a fire sale, so uh, you know. Like yeah, they they got rid true. of their ends. So, uh, Chicago that's because New England didn't have anyone that people that teams wanted. It's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some teams out there that didn't have a fire sale that should have had one. Speaking yeah. of one of those teams is the Chicago Bears, and they are mm-hmm. at the New yeah. England uh, New New Orleans Saints. Who do you have? Yeah. Oh, Saints. Hundred percent. Yep. Me too. Seattle Seahawks at the Baltimore Ravens. What a good game! Is that the game of the day? I mean, Miami, Kansas City, but in the afternoon, you know, I think that might be the game of the week. I guess Dallas and Philadelphia in in late afternoon. Yeah, that's... Yeah, okay, anyway. That's pretty good stuff, too. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to go Baltimore here, and I think you're going to be wrong. Okay. I'm going Seahawks. (laughs) That's... that's, I love it. Okay, yeah. I am going Baltimore. Uh, I'm more like if it's close to a coin flip, I always go with the home team. So sure, yeah, it's just a safe bet. Uh, Buccaneers at the uh, Houston Texans. Mm. Yeah, Houston just did not look good against Carolina. I'm gonna go Tampa Bay because they're they've got more to play for at this point. I think with that seventh seed on the line, I think yeah. Tampa Bay takes care of Houston this week. Okay, I'm going to go Houston. Um, I just, I, other than last week, I just like the way they played. Their defense is playing really good, and I'm not a big fan sure. of Tampa's offense. I, I Like, Baker kind of fell off a cliff a little bit, but right. they can't run the ball either, so. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Indianapolis Colts at the Carolina Panthers. Let's go. Let's go Colts here, but it is closer than... I think it's going to be a closer game than what people think, but I'm going to go Colts. Okay. I'm going to actually go Panthers again, home team. Oh, so. nice. Okay. Yeah, we got a lot of different ones. I like this. Yeah, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. <laughs> Here's the one. The Giants <laughs> against the Raiders at Las Vegas. Oh, at Las- this is just so awful. With interim head coach. Coin flip. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going, I've been going, I've been going a lot of away teams so far. You have been, yeah. But I don't want to. I this does. I don't want to make this my home team. Oh my goodness! I'm going New York Giants. Okay, okay. I'm going to go Giants as well. Um, <laughs> this could be the case where they play really hard for their interim coach, though. But um, true. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, Dallas Cowboys at the Philadelphia Eagles. Cowboys always do this every year where they. They look great, unstoppable one game, and then they just look so bad another game. Ah, with AJ Brown playing the way he is, I'm gonna go Eagles. Yeah, I, I I'm picking Eagles as well. Um, yeah, uh, the Buffalo Bills at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals, I think Bengals match up so well against Buffalo, especially if they can get pressure on josh allen from the start of the game i was just talking to my brother who's a huge Bengals fan if if hendrickson just gets in there 
I, I say dial up blitzes on Josh Allen, get him rat, uh, rattled from the start. I think Bengals cruise to a win. Oh, you think it's big, huh? I'm thinking double digits. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Bengals. I'm a little. I think it'll be a little closer, but um, yeah, we'll see what happens uh with that game. But I have Bengals as well. Okay the the L A Chargers at the New uh, York Jets. Oh my goodness. The Jets are going to win just, this game somehow. I just, I, I just know it. I because... know. I know. I'm going Chargers. Okay, I'm going Jets. I, I, I nice. <laughs> I think, I think that the Chargers should win it, but the Chargers had a big win. They're going to disappoint us because that's what the Chargers do, and uh, the Jets will somehow pull this out of their their fingers and somehow, you know, like somehow win this game somehow. I don't get it. So, oh, there uh, we go. Anything else? No, I, I like how different we were there. I, I know, man. Like 50-50 in terms you ain't of a, the same. Yeah, you ain't a kidding. You ain't a kidding. Yeah, it, that's going to be fun. Okay. Hopefully I uh, get some points for the guests. Yeah, hopefully you, you give me more points is what I was thinking, but we'll see. <laughs> okay, Talon, thanks so much for uh, jumping on. Anything else before we go? Oh, this was fun. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for doing this. And thanks, everybody, for listening. If you haven't yet, check out our YouTube channel. I post clips of the podcast. Also, uh, specific YouTube content. If you're interested in basketball, I did a James Harden trade reaction that happened. Um, also, check us out on Twitter or X and Instagram at the Box Score Sports uh, Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed, and we will talk to you guys soon.